Welcome, I'm Joshua Zakoff, and this is Farewell to the Surface, the podcast, where we discuss life beneath the surface. Welcome back, welcome back. So today I got a new little episode, you know, more so it was a few thoughts. Uh, I was just thinking about a few things today earlier, and so I said, let me try my new camera, uh, and let me let me make it a little episode, you know, a few minute discussion. So I was thinking about how the older I get, the more comfortable I feel saying, I don't know. You know what I mean? A lot of times, if you're in any type of leadership position, or if you have a strong belief or a faith in something... A lot of times people feel the need to have the answers to everything, you know, and people also expect you to have those answers to everything. And so I remember whenever I first got saved and I was, you know, I started doing evangelism. I started going out and hitting the streets and and doing whatever and trying to talk to people about Jesus and, and, and trying to tell them, you know, whatever about my faith and and it was funny because it seemed like it was so sovereignly like planned out and laid out for me because it seemed like for a while it just went good. And then along the way, I started to uh, encounter people that would combat what I was saying, right, and challenge what I was saying. And um, whether it was Muslims, whether it was atheists, uh, whether it was, you know, people more of a spiritual understanding of life or whatever the, the case scenario was, I found that people started to, you know, combat me and challenge my beliefs and, and question me and, and stuff like that. And so, for example, I remember this one specific week, I talked to this guy, he's a Muslim, and he says some things about the Bible, says some things about, you know, Islam and the Bible and stuff like that. And and to be honest with you, I didn't know what he was talking about. Now, the stuff he was saying, I didn't agree with. I didn't think that it was right, but I didn't know. And so because I didn't know, I didn't have anything to really say or or go back and forth with him and dialogue about it. And I just said, I don't know, you know. And, And so anyways, for about a year, it felt like I was constantly researching things. And so I remember that week I went home, I said, this is never happening again. I'm never getting, you know, getting, uh, you know, punked again for not knowing about, you know, my religion or this religion, right? So I did everything. I I spent a whole week researching Islam, researching, you know, uh, Muslim understanding and perspectives. And and then, you know, I talked, next time I talked to Muslims, I had my answers. I knew what I was talking about. When they said what they were going to say, I knew what I was going to say, right? And I I started taking this really like uh, apologetic route, I guess, right? And uh, this went on for a little while, and you know what, whatever it was, it wasn't just religion. You know, whether it was just apologetics about the Bible and defending Scripture, whatever it was. And so, for about a year, you know, I would spend like time researching this stuff, right? So I knew what I was talking about. I I wanted to have a decent understanding. I didn't want to be one of those people that just said they believe the Bible and not knew why, or you know, having if if someone comes up with something you didn't know about, not under, have any understanding or grasp on the information. So, anyways, I remember I was spending this time, you know, time doing that, and one day I got convicted about it, and I felt like God convicted me, like you know, you're spending all this time to protect a point, to prove a point, to be right, essentially. When you could just be spending time with me and, and we could just talk about what I want to talk about. You know, we could we could share moments together, but instead you're 
spending your all this free time you have that you could be spending doing better things trying to you know gain knowledge so so you're you know you can be correct or so you you know for and it was basically a challenge on, on he was challenging my pride and he was challenging my heart and so do i think that there's something wrong with studying to know information or understand religions absolutely not i think apologetics is great and i have a lot of interest in it and a lot of respect for the scholars that go into that that world but i think part of it for me was not just like that I was spending time researching stuff that I for the wrong reasons or or you know not necessarily that my heart was all the way wrong that I just wanted to be right I just wanted to know what I was talking about and I wanted to really be able to connect with different types of belief systems and meet them in their their ground in their playing field and know what I was talking about right but one day I was uh pulling up somewhere and basically, it, I pull up and there's a Jehovah's Witness outside the store and I see him and I had just got out of prayer. I'm feeling, you know, like built up. I'm, I'm you know, I'm ready to, to go burn somewhere. Right. And so I pull up and I look at this guy and I said and I think I'm like, oh, I forgot the scriptures uh, for Jehovah Witness and like the arguments. Right. Like I, I, I forgot the argument type of stuff for it. Right. The scriptures that they use and that, you know, Christians can, you know, debunk it or whatever. And so I typed in my phone, I said, scripture that argues against Jehovah, as soon as I said argues, the Holy Spirit stopped me. And he said, are we arguing or are we loving? And I stopped, my backspace, got convicted. I said, you're right. I'm done trying to argue, debate, be right, prove my point, you know. You don't need to be defended. So I'm just here to love people. So I got out the car and I just said, hey, man, how are you doing? Had a conversation with the guy. Didn't even mention God. You know, he told me what he was doing. I said, nice, man, you know, uh, have a good day. And I went to turn around and, and walk away. And when I turned around to walk away, God gave me a, a vision about the guy, a word of knowledge about the guy. And I turned around and I said, hey, by any chance, you know, and I share the word of, of knowledge with him. And he looks at me and he's like, yeah, that's really weird. He's like, I, I actually just, you know, started doing that. I think it was about something about him playing guitar and being instrumentally talented. And he was telling me like, yeah, I actually uh, play the drums. And I actually just started playing guitar because I was telling him I saw him playing guitar on, on a stage for the, his worship team or something. And, and he was like, yeah, you know, that's that's weird that you saw that, whatever. And I was like, well, that's cool, man. I just, you know, bless your your you know, playing abilities, whatever. And I kept it moving. And when I went into the store and I, and I came back out and the guy was gone and, and Jehovah witnesses, they do about eight hour shifts. So they'll have a post for eight hours and they treat it like a job. And I don't know, you know, I didn't, I didn't talk to him, but he was gone. And in, just in my spirit, I felt like he packed up. Like, I really feel like, cause and yes, it was a, a coincidence. And I just got there when his shift was over, but it was interesting. But anyways, what I say all that to say that I spent, you know, a lot of time my first year or two saved researching apologetics, researching other religions, you know, trying to have more of a, a grasp on, on things and, and more of an understanding on things. And along that way, God showed me, you know, stay in your lane. Like, I'm not gracing you to be a scholar. And so, for one... It was like I started understanding, like, this isn't my grace. I'm not graced to be an apologist. I'm not graced to be uh, 
you know, some, some scholar, some theologian. That's not where I'm called to. That's not my lane. I'm an evangelist. I, I have a testimony. I love Jesus. I seek, I seek God in the secret place and I go out and I burn for him. And that's, that's what I do, you know? And so along the way, I've been a lot more okay saying, I don't know. And so people come to me and they see you like, if you're a minister or if you're a teacher, and I'm not, this doesn't even have to be confined to, to Christianity. I mean, anything, if you're a teacher and a professor in history, um, you're a lawyer, any, any place, any field, people, when they see that, like, oh, you're in a position of teaching or leading, they think you're supposed to have all the answers, especially if they're combative. You know what I mean? Um, and so I realized that people will come and ask me questions, especially people that want to debate my religion or, or challenge it. And they'll be like, they expect you to have all the answers. Like, if you don't have an answer for something, then you're wrong and, and your whole religion is false. Like, bro, I'm so okay saying I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm so okay saying, yeah, I don't know. That's not my area of expertise. That's not my area of grace. That's not an area that God has spoken to me about. We're in a relationship with with, with God. You know, the, the, the way I look at it is He is God, the creator of, of the universe, right? So there's so much, it says in the Psalms 139 that His his wisdom is unsearchable. Who can know his ways? So basically, there God is inf infinite. There is no way to to pierce into the veil of God and and discover the fullness of it on this side of eternity. Maybe in the afterlife, that's what we'll spend eternity doing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and so the way I see it and the way God has shown me is, is stay in your lane. Stay where the grace is at. Stay where the conversation is at. God is speaking to me. There's a lot of things God has spoken to me about. There's a lot of things that I believe I have an understanding of. A lot of things that I believe God has given me wisdom and insight on that I will share. You come to me in that lane, I'll share what I believe. And I'll do it with boldness and passion. Because I'm confident. I've put it to the test. I've experienced it. I've studied that. But come to me about, you know, challenging me about, you know, the the ancient hebrew language or or you know uh religion um i'm gonna tell you i don't know like if if you come to me and say something i don't know i'm gonna say i don't know and i'll, I'll point you in the direction of someone that might and and so what i see is a lot of times people don't know the answers but because they don't want to look like they don't know what they're talking about they'll just shoot an answer from the hip and make it seem like they know what they're talking about but really they're just regurgitating what they've heard somebody else say and so therefore they have the knowledge but they don't have the revelation or the experience behind the knowledge or the understanding so they're just spitting out information that they heard but if you're going to speak on something from a place of authority you have to have understanding and be established on, on a place of of living and flowing from that place not just something you heard somebody say like you know if if that's the case say like i mean i heard this i don't know but i've heard someone say this and so that's what really the topic is today, is that it's okay to not know. It's okay to tell someone you don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that, um, you know, your religion is false. It doesn't mean your views are wrong. It doesn't invalidate your faith. It doesn't invalidate anything about your reality. If you don't know something, it means that you're a student of life. You're a student of God. And so I think we have to be careful with feeling like we need to know everything because while I believe that we are supposed to study to show ourselves approved and I want to be a well-balanced human, where's the grace at in your life? Where does God speak to you about? Where do you flow in? Where's the places that you flow and you, you 
it comes natural. There's a grace there. There's uh, an ability to retain information. There's an ability to relay information. There's an ability to understand and bring life from that position. This is a, a we're a body. And so everybody has their position. And so, you know, the, the like what I was saying is like I love these apologetics. I love like theologians, man. When I hear people that just like know scripture, um, one of my favorite man, David Lynn, bro. Uh, he's a he's a street street preacher out of Canada. David Lynn is a dangerous man, and the reason I say that is because this dude has a has a, a doctorate and masters in religion. This dude can read in Greek and Hebrew, I believe. And and you, my point is, is that like you come to him about any anything. He knows about this religion. He knows the history of this. He knows like he. He's a dangerous man when it comes to to talking facts and, and history and, and theology and, and religion. You know what I mean? But that's not me. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, that's not a place that I have grace in. And I've learned over the last few years, like, I'm so cool with that. I'm so OK where I'm at. Like, I know my grace. Um, and I had a pastor tell me one time because I told him I was like uh, a, a pastor, prophet, friend of mine. I told him, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to like learn more of this, learn more of that. He said, dude, I'm just gonna be real with you. I don't think you need to worry about that. Like you're called to move in power. Like just go love Jesus and move in power. And I realize more and more that that that's exactly what I'm called to do, and I'm okay with that. And so, you know, I'm not gonna drag this this conversation on too long, but I guess it's just that I see people. Uh, especially like on social media, especially within religion, feel like and and I feel a pressure because people put that pressure on us. But there's this pressure to feel like you have to know it all. And it's not bad to learn. I'm not saying like, hey, don't try to learn more things. Hey, just stay in your little box. Like, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is once you find out what your grace for and what your purpose for, feed that. So into that. You know what I mean? I'd rather be great at one thing and amazing at one thing than just average at 10 different things. You know, like maybe some people would rather be average at 10 things and versus great at one thing. Like I'd rather find the one thing God wants me to do or the one thing that I'm purpose for and like go all in. You know what I mean? And and everything that's in me, put it into that to to yield a hundredfold return on it or whatever. You know what I mean? And so... That really concludes my talk. You know what I mean? We got to stay humble and understand we don't know everything. You know what I mean? And it's okay not to know everything. It's okay to say I don't know. And really, it's wisdom to tell people I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I will much rather tell people I don't know if I don't have the answer than try to make something up or try to just shoot from the hip and then lead them further into confusion. You know what I mean? So that concludes my talk today. You know what I mean? If you if you are grace in the area, God is speaking to you in one lane. You know what I mean? Think how you're spending your time. You know what I mean? Like I was saying in the beginning, I spent so much time trying to, to study this, study that. study, And I missed out on time where I could have just been with Jesus. And, and there's a, a, a quote. I can't remember who it's by. and it, It'll bother me. Maybe I'll put it up in a comment or something. Um, but there was a quote, and I want to say it was by Leonard Ravenhill, to be honest with you. He has some really good quotes. Um, actually, one of them, he says, we got people, you know, he, he talks about how we have people that go to church or go to school to become pastors. They, they, they go and get degrees and stuff, right? 
Uh, and he said that, you know, he said they get certificates to be a pastor and they know the word of God, but they don't know the God of the word. And that's a problem. And that's basically what I'm getting at is we have a lot of people who would rather attain information and know this and know that, but have no intimacy with God, have no actual connection with God. So they're not flowing from his grace. They're just flowing from a knowledge that's based on his principles and based on his character and his nature. And there's no power or, you know, tr uh, transformation, no grace in that, I don't believe. And so I think it was another uh, story that Leonard Ravenhill, he was telling this kid, there was a guy at college, and he told him, he was at Bible school, and he said, hey, man, um, the kid, he said, look, I, you're younger than I. He said, uh, basically, I might butcher it a little bit, forgive me, but he, he said, basically, he said, look, these kids are going to be here arguing about uh, you know, doctrines and theology and, and stuff like that. He said, when I was in school, they were doing that. He said, don't waste your time because there's people a lot smarter than you that have tried to figure this stuff out. While they're in their rooms debating doctrine, debating theology, trying to be right and trying to understand everything to a T and whatever, be, you know, he said, go in your room and get to know God. Because while they're still there four years later at the end of that, that's, that college debating and trying to be right, You'll be four years into the presence of God and know God for yourself. And that's much more valuable than just trying to have a grasp and understanding and a knowledge based on everything and know everything about everything. And so uh, that's it, man. That's it. Stay in your lane. Stay where the grace is at. Say, Father, show me where my path is. Father, show me where you want to speak to me. And where's the conversation at? Where's the intimacy and the relationship at? I want to stay in that lane. And I want to flow from there. It's not to say that you'll never get thrown into a lane that's uncomfortable for a while because God wants to teach you something new. I'm just saying, what does God want to teach you now? Stay there. Stay present. All right. Y'all have a good one.